you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Tuesday, February 14th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to one of the few, oh, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers, who picked the Chiefs to win Super Bowl 57. (laughs) And in doing so, I shouldn't use the word we, that's Shakespeare, but we know I kind of had my heart set on the Eagles winning. And in doing so, he remains on Travis Kelsey's Christmas card list. He's got four kids, a Super Bowl ring, and a brother in the news. He's David Carr. Welcome back, DC. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it, buddy. Voice number two belongs to a woman who I now know, after watching her for four days in Arizona, knows everyone (laughs) in the world and is loved by everyone in the world. If it wasn't so remarkable, it would be nauseating. She's the host <laughs> of NFL Total Access. She's MJ Acosta Ruiz. Welcome back, MJ. I'm so glad we got I to spend that quality time. I can confirm this being on another continent with her as well. It's the same there. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. And on today's show, the aforementioned little brother in the news, his name, Derek Carr. But what is his future? Officially released today by the Raiders, he's free to roam the NFL landscape like a Lion King looking for a new lair. But where should it be and where would Derek most like it to be? What's on Derek's shortlist? What's on his wish list? What's on his rider, as we used to say in Hollywood? A great offensive line, maybe white M&Ms, sparkling water at the precise temperature. Now that he can choose, what is he looking for? Well, we have a source. Derek knows that source is big bro. We know him as David Carr. And we'll threaten to mess up David's shockingly good hair if he doesn't tell us the latest. Let's see. What else? Uh, oh, right. We will check the Valentine's Day theme box right now with a, an examination of the long-term and, in some cases, long-suffering relationships between quarterbacks and their boo, their NFL teams. Uh, that's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets, Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. What's in the cards for these couples? Will they make up? 
or will they break up? Plus, Super Bowl 57 fallout, and no, we ain't talking confetti. What is the likelihood that the Chiefs run it back? Actually, that's probably a stupid question. Uh, maybe the better question is, what do the Chiefs need to do to give themselves the best chance okay. of running it back? And what about the Eagles? When you consider that they just lost both coordinators and have 10 key players headed for either free agency or retirement, did their window of opportunity just close shut? We'll have the surprising answer coming up, but first, this. The separation in this league is in the preparation. How we prepare as a football team and an organization Monday through Saturday will ultimately dictate the outcome of a football game. Now, is it gonna guarantee us a victory? No, but it's gonna give us a fighting chance, I promise you that. You know, I go with my gut feeling on a lot of things. You know, I'm a gut feeling guy, especially, you know, on game day, um, I'll have a gut feeling on when to do certain things uh, as a play caller, um, all those different things. But uh, again, we're gonna be aggressive and all those different things. And my philosophy offensively, I'm sure you guys are gonna ask, but my philosophy on offense is this, and it's gonna look different each week, but my philosophy is we're gonna throw to score points in this league and run to win. That's the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Shane Steichen, who was with the Chargers, finished as the offensive coordinator there, then went to the Eagles in that very same capacity, and now assumes the man in charge role in Indy. David Carr, is Shane Steichen the right man for the moment, and if so, why? Well, I believe it's who Jim Mercer targeted and who he wanted based on where he thinks this you know, franchise is going. When he looks at his team, he believes, and you could argue this, that he has a dominant offensive line and run game. He feels like he has a good defense. And so when he looks at what Philly does, or he starts looking around the league at offenses that can control the clock, can utilize a good run game, and still be at the cutting edge of maybe some RPOs or some you know new age offensive schemes, he, he targets the guys in Philly. And so he grabs one. And I think that that tells you what he's looking to do at the quarterback position. They've tried the free agent market for, for veteran quarterbacks the last couple of years. It hasn't worked out for whatever reason. And I think that if he looks at the league, he looks at Jalen, he looks at Philly, he's on a rookie contract. He's not making a lot of money. They're in the Super Bowl. He, he's a smart businessman. He understands that yeah. I can go grab CJ Stroud. Let's just use him, for example, plug him into this Philadelphia offense, let him run the football heavy with Jonathan Taylor in this offense, play good defense on the other side. And I'll be right there yeah. and I can spend some money in other other pieces. And as my quarterback develops, I can have some good players around him. And then by the time he is an all pro guy, we can do what Kansas City has now done where you can just plug anybody in out there. And I'm not saying Juju Smith isn't just anybody, but they don't necessarily have a number one outside Travis Kelsey. They've got punt returners all over the place. They yeah. mm -hmm. grab Kadarius Tony. They bring him in. Oh, he plugs into a great quarterback and a good offensive line. And you roll. So I think that, that is like more the template now for some of these teams that are on the struggle bus, if you will trying to find their way to the top. We've always said it's a copycat league, and so we're basically looking at a guy who covets what he sees in Philly, yep. thinks that he can kind of actuate that or actualize that right. dream. He thinks he has a good GM. He can bring in good talent, just much like Philadelphia's done. He's got the number four pick in the draft, and with that pick, if you're a GM, C.J. Stroud, probably over a well, Bryce Young, yeah. do you make a move for a Bryce or do you go C.J. Stroud? I think what you do is you, you let the head coach now say, okay, here's the quarterbacks that you could possibly draft. If we need to jump up and grab one at one, let's do it. If we need to fall back and grab one at five or six, let's do that. Let's yeah. just kind of see who you, you target as this guy, and, and then you'll get him. So the Eagles suffer their very first loss after already losing the Super Bowl. Tough week. And it only got worse because their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, also gone, announced as the new head coach 
of the Arizona Cardinals. We will get to how crippling this might be to the Eagles' hopes of getting back to the big game in a moment. But David, back to you. For a team whose biggest concern is probably their quarterback play, this hire, while good for Gannon, seems to me that it kicks the can down the road a little bit for yeah. this franchise. Are you hopeful for Cardinals fans today? Well, what, ha- what happens in these situations, you bring in a defensive guy. I'm using air quotes. You can't see it because it's a podcast. But you bring in a defensive guy, and then it, all that I care about is who's the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Right? What system are they going to run to make sure that Kyler's playing to the level that you would like him to play at as his franchise quarterback? And when I look at it, I just can't help but think that Jonathan Gannon is going to hire someone from the Philadelphia mold that's going to put – Kyler in a position to make plays much like Jalen. They're going to utilize his legs. He's already been a guy that we've seen make dynamic plays with his legs. The issue hasn't really been that. It's been the passing game, throwing with an element of timing, being efficient and effective. And I think that that Philadelphia offense is something that can kind of pull that out of Kyler. He's also going to be in a situation which I think is really interesting and where he's not really coddled. Like Baldy made a great point in, in our meeting today where he said, you know, he's been in the same system since he was in high school. And that's that's really it. Like he's been the system's been tailored around this kid for so long that I think that it's gonna be good for him to get a defensive coach in there that doesn't really coddle to him, that is gonna expect him to make the right read and make the right play, or we'll have to figure something out. You know, and I don't know what that figuring out is. Like I see other quarterbacks go in and play in Arizona in that system and they play pretty well. Other guys that go yeah. in there. So I think the defensive coach coming in is actually going to be something that's going to be pretty positive for Kyler if he can get past himself, because that's also a struggle, right? That for any quarterback or any player, he's going to be challenged and pushed, and it's not going to be comfortable for him for the first time probably since he's been like 16 years old. He's only played in one system. Is that right? Am I overstating that? He's only played. No, once Baldy said that, I went back and I, I think of the highlight videos and watching him. It's all spread. It's all this you know air raid offense. Right. That's all he's ever played in. It's all he has ever known. So I think that this is going to be a little bit of a shock to the system, but it's similar in some of the RPOs and the zone runs. Like they're going to ask him to do a lot of the same things. It was uncomfortable last year, at least to watch. Yeah, and I think it that, that it, it may, I think he that situation was uncomfortable because the quarterback had too much power. Mm. You know, like they, the head coach was brought in for you, right? And so everybody else kind of just like there's there's positives to that, and the quarterback is the king of the team, and like that's how that works. And you got to make sure that everything and everyone is brought in to make his job easier. But it shouldn't make his job more comfortable. Like, he should be the guy that's working the hardest in the room. He should be the guy that's kind of setting the tone for the direction of the franchise. And if he's not that guy, then you got to bring someone in to kind of... Wasn't that the issue? Kick him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, I think that this is... It's not... Like, it's defensive coach. Okay. Who's the offensive guy? I kind of think this is a good thing for Kyler. Uh, it has, I mean, he has no choice but to play better mm-hmm. football. If they again, sort of copycat and take a page from the Philadelphia Eagles from uh, from Shane Steichen's yeah. you know, playbook. Yeah. Put Kyler in more intentional motion more often. Yeah. I actually think that serves Kyler's skill set very well because so. he throws really well on the move. Mm-hmm. He yeah. throws really well after moving the pocket. Yeah. It's when he's in the pocket that he struggles. One, because he's three and a half feet tall, yeah. but two, yeah. because he requires that kind of classic seven stop, seven step drop to really get the vision that he requires to show with timing and touch, which the NFL does not afford you anymore. So he's got this anachronistic, old school approach to the pocket and a very modern, innovative approach outside the pocket. He's almost a man without a time. And certainly for now, he's a man without an offensive coordinator. We'll see who that hire is. All eyes on Arizona for that one, David. Thank you for your thoughts.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. Now let's turn to the quarterback who really is making all the news today. I think his first name, Derek. Derek Carr. Derek Carr officially released from the Raiders today. He is a 31-year-old man. He turns 32 on March 28th. Don't forget his birthday like I forgot Valentine's Day. You already told me I could change my tattoo. He is entering his 10th NFL season, all nine with the Raiders. Drafted in the second round, number 36 overall by the Raiders back in the 2014 NFL draft out of the T-shirt you're wearing right now, Fresno State. Derek Carr is a four-time Pro Bowl selection. He has thrown for over 35,000 yards, 217 touchdowns, fewer than 100 picks. He has a 92 passer rating in his career. Not bad numbers. Now, those numbers took a dip in 2022. We all know this, kind of famously took a dip. But let's be clear about one other thing before I get your thoughts. Derek Carr's defense, NFL rank, points per game, last. Total yards per game allowed, 29th. I think that's third from last. Passing touchdowns per game allowed, second to last. Sacks per game, last. Takeaways per game, last. I am not putting this on the defense, but I am saying that as a matter of context because context matters. But no one in the room, no one in this building can provide better context then you, my question to you, David, is threefold. How excited is Derek today? Mm-hmm. What is it that he is looking for in a suitor? 
What are the what are the factors that he is looking for? Mm-hmm. And third, where might that be? But before you answer, MJ, finally keeping bringing you in from the bullpen, forgive me for sticking you out there for so long. You covered this Raiders team for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know Derek's game very well. You know David very well. Let's erase David from the equation. What do you want for Derek Carr in his 2023-2024 season? What would you be looking for? What's on your wish list for him? I mean, Derek now going into the 10th year of his career. A decade. Not only does he know himself as a player, he's shown us who he is as a player, but he's evolved tremendously as a man, as a family man. So there's a lot of more balance in my opinion that i would like to see for him yeah a place where he can thrive a place where realistically he can set some more roots he very famously said i only want to play for this organization because and david correct me if i'm wrong that's the type of dude that he is loyal almost Mm -hmm. to a fault right so i would imagine that the next step in his career he's going to bring all of that passion for the next organization that invites him in but beyond that passion it has to be the right structure for him where he has more say where he has more control and where he can really start to build an offense around him and his strengths and just continue to lead the way that we've seen him do over the last nine seasons he's had six different head coaches right in his nine seasons yeah. with the raiders so i think that he certainly is looking for a situation that suggests stability, maybe mm-hmm. has the promise of stability. And another thing is you got a sense that maybe McDaniels wanted him a little bit on a tighter leash than sure. maybe Derek Carr has earned after mm-hmm. all this time, right? He kind yeah. of wanted to be able to make plays yeah. and make calls at the line of scrimmage. And he was working with a guy who maybe wants somebody who's a little bit more of an automaton. I don't know. Uh, MJ, let's, between the two of us, let's just throw out into the room and then I am going to glance at David's face. (laughs) These are the teams that we know for sure need a quarterback Mm -hmm. in the NFL. Can I get a nod from you that the market for your brother, as you understand it, is going to be large and active? Yeah, it's, it's large, it's large and it's very active. It's probably a little bit bigger than I expected. Um, but I think that I probably had narrowed my focus a little bit more. Um, based on your hopes for him based on my hopes and then my criteria copy that yeah so I I think that the market was a little bit bigger but it's understandable okay Saints need a quarterback yeah I'm trying to read his face. Right. Uh, he's already I, been there. He's already tip my there. hand. He's already, <laughs> already took a trip to see his guys in New Orleans and Dennis Allen drafted him um, so yeah they, they definitely a little twinkle in the eye there MJ you're seeing what I'm seeing a little twinkle uh, Panthers need a quarterback yeah uh, eyebrows raised on that one. Eyebrows didn't raise for the Saints. They did raise there. Uh, Bucks, Bucks are there. suddenly and recently without a quarterback. They allegedly. need a quarterback too, allegedly. Yeah. Maybe they need a quarterback. This one, okay. So first it was kind of a twinkle. Then for, so if you're scoring at home, and I suggest that you do, listener, uh, the Saints brought a twinkle in the eye. The Panthers, an eyebrow raised. The Bucks brought a smile. Yeah, I'm do. not sure what that means. Uh, 49ers need a quarterback. Well, I'm just going to tell you straight up. The 49ers would be a, a great situation for anybody to go to. Yeah. Agreed. But that's that's also for me, as just as an analyst, not even as a brother. That's a, It's a difficult situation also because mm-hmm. you have Trey Lance. And I'm not even – I have not talked to Derek about the 49ers um, in depth. I've talked to him on the surface about all these teams. We've had this co- a brief conversation, but – You'd be crazy not to want to play for San Francisco. Yeah. Right. Because they're basically a healthy quarterback away from being in the Super Bowl. 
And maybe I'm overstating it to say that the 49ers need a quarterback. The 49ers have two quarterbacks, both of whom have every expectation to be healthy yeah. again by the beginning of the yeah. season. Right. Uh, the New York Jets, Gang Green. Yeah, the Jets are... That one brought a laugh. That one brought an audible Chuckle. exhale. Because I like, I like Robert Sala, Love and Sala. so does MJ. Yeah. So she knows how I feel. I've been with Robert. I've known Robert since uh, I was in Houston. He was he was on our staff Remember, there. Remember, it's a twofer. It's Sala and Hackett. Yeah, and it's there's some... It's interesting. There's some interesting things that go on. If you just start to look at the offensive, um, the offensive coordinator... It is interesting, though. Okay, so there... Not to get ahead of ourselves here, but right. Aaron Rodgers. No, but the fact that you are taking this bait and running well, with I this line to, out I, into the lake tells I, us I a like lot. You guys. You're talking so, now about the Jets. Yeah, so you the, haven't really talked about the other teams, except to kind of poo-poo the idea that he would go no, to San I, Francisco. I, I, try, I bounce back and forth between like brother and analyst, and I want to kind of analyze this of situation. Of course, no, please. Everyone. And that's all we're asking you so to you, do. So you see the, the Jets are in a situation where they grab Nathaniel Hackett and put him on the staff yes. because of, obviously, Aaron Rodgers' connection. Then they grab Todd Downing. And put him on the staff, which is a connection to Derek. Right. And so you, I just think it's funny. Yeah, it is. I just, think, and I, like I said, you know, Derek is only now today in the last hour begun conversations, real conversations with these teams. But I just think that that's an interesting play. Uh, it is. And to MJ's point, they have the offensive rookie of the year. They have the defensive rookie of the year. They have arguably one of the top two or three best young running backs in the league who will be back, Brees Hall. They have a defense that is certainly solid. And I should think that all of those criteria check boxes in the car household. The Texans, I know you like Davis, but the Texans need a quarterback. I do. They do. And and D'Amico needs a quarterback. And I'm hopeful that they find one. I'm not sure about that situation. I'm hopeful they find one. That has just, we can take the Texans, MJ. Yeah, thank you. You can take the Texans off the list. Uh, what he just doesn't want to follow in, in Big Brother's footsteps and also play well, for the Houston I, Texans. I think that we'll get into his criteria, but I think that Derek Derek is uh, well, he's not twenty. No, he's not. He's thirty-one, and he wants to win yes. right now. Yes, right. as he should. Uh, and the, the Texans Super Bowl, are not ready. The Super Bowl, to... as I've noticed, and yes. I saw Roger Goodell the other day breaking ground. The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas next year. Yes, it is. Not in three or four years. No, right. So right now, I think that's probably. Probably at the time. Oh, the twin joy of being a champ and getting revenge, Derek Carr. Oh my God, that would be sweet. Uh, My Washington Commanders need a quarterback, David. You don't like Sam? Sam? No, I do like Sam. Um, I do. I do like Sam, but I think we can agree that Sam. I understand. Sam is he's he's unproven and he remains a project. Now maybe we put the pro in project very soon, sooner than later. Ron Rivera has indicated that Sam will be the starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. Uh, Ron Rivera is always out ahead of these decisions. I think that he makes them too quickly, too soon. I agree. Taylor Heineke should have been in that game yes. to get into the playoffs. I think we can all agree on that. I agree. Uh, Commanders, not really interested. Uh, I think that they fit the criteria. That's an unfair question. Commanders yeah. fit the criteria. I think they do. Yes, yeah. so maybe it's yeah. on the list. Yeah. Um, you know who also needs a quarterback? The Raiders. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That was just for the That's that good. was just for that the was laugh. Good. Uh, MJ, there was who, a moment there like thirty minutes ago where I thought that maybe they'd hang on to him for a little who bit. Who am I missing? Of that. Am I missing anyone? What about the Dolphins? I mean, I did think about them, but I did speak with Tua just last week. Okay, and you know, we asked them, "What are you doing this offseason?" Yeah, you did without you know getting too into the weeds because the man is still recovering. Yes, he is. Yes, which mm-hmm. he told us directly. Yeah, but he said, "I feel great. I'm happy about the recovery, and I will be working out soon." So. The front office in Miami also said, nope, he's our guy for next year. So if we take all of that at face value, one can deduce 
and or assume that they are set. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So uh, Dolphins off the list. I know there were a lot of talks about maybe Lamar mm. going to the Dolphins. We'll talk mm-hmm. about Lamar in a moment. Okay, that as protracted, prologue, David Carr, give me the short list. Do you know your brother better than anyone? And I think for a lot of us, I think we may have come up with these uh, these 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 criteria ourselves. What is it? What is, what is he looking for? Yeah, I think that all those teams fit the criteria. I think that the important thing uh, when when I'm when I'm talking to him or as we go through this process for the next couple of weeks, what I told him at the at the beginning is the hard part about having a having a family. Let's just be personal for a second. Yes. Having a family and kind of uprooting your family and taking them to a new city. Is, Across the country. Yeah, is you tend to make your football decision based on that a lot yes. of times. Yes. So I think that that was the one thing, having been in the situation before and talked to guys that have been in these situations, you almost have to look at it as a business decision because at the end of the day, you're going to be judged and you're going to be asked to, to play football. And wherever your family is, that's your, that's, that's where your home is, right? Yeah. So that that's the difficult part because it's, it's, it is difficult. As you look at these different cities, you start to think, well, how's my... How are my children going to be in this city? How is my wife going to enjoy this place? And you want to be plugged into those cities yeah. too, right? So that's the that's the internal conflict. That's something that he's weighing. That's gonna it's gonna be important, you know, based on where he decides to take his his family. He right? hasn't had to be very far from home his entire. No, career. I mean he's been Oakland, Oakland then, which is close to Fresno. And Vegas is literally the same distance right. from my house to Oakland as it is to Vegas. So yeah. it hasn't been something that has been. We drive over there. It's been super easy. So that'll be a, that'll be a little bit of a challenge for him. Um, so after that, when you look at the criteria, defensively, you laid it out, Drew. That has been that has been something that we don't talk about a lot, but it, I mean. Well, I know you don't because you guys are polite and you don't want to play the blame game because if you start talking about that, it makes it seem as if you're saying, listen, I'd be a winning quarterback this year if it weren't yeah. for that damn defense. You don't think that way. You don't talk that way, no. but allow the rest of us to provide that context well, because yeah. empirically, the Raiders defense this year was substandard. They were bottom three, bottom four in the league across most metrics. Yeah. That is not a winning combination for any quarterback. Right. So right. that that simply does not so, work. So then you find yourself in a position where you now get to hand hand select a team that might have a top 15 defense. Yes. And you say, well, that's a lot more intriguing. Okay, so can we say top 15 defense? That's yeah, that's on the list. I think so. Uh, what about O-line? I should think that's very offensive important. Left line, tackle, offensive line. If you just look at Kansas City in the Super Bowl, we've talked about the guys on the outside. Have they just been plugged in, pulled from the Giants, Juju Smith pulled from Pittsburgh, and a bunch of guys, rookies out there running around? It, it is not necessarily as important to have just – game records on the outside as it is to be able to be protected and to be able to run your offense the way you want to. So offensive line and, and then scheme is, is so important. And I, and I say scheme and it's probably, I think the, I think the conversation that Derek's going to have with potential head coaches or offensive play callers is going to be the most crucial step because that is where I see the biggest disconnect in what happened in Las Vegas as excited as Derek was to work with Josh, at the end of the day, Josh didn't want Derek's input. Josh wanted to run his offense. He wanted to run the play that was called, and he didn't want to deviate from that plan once Derek got to the line of scrimmage. And that is basically, and I've talked to MJ about this, Derek's superpower is just that. His favorite quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. I lost to that guy like nine times, but he still rooted for him, right? And what did Peyton Manning do Peyton better Manning. than probably anybody in NFL history? So all you're doing when you're playing football is you're playing chess. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I'm going to call a play. I'm going to call a play. The ultimate, the ultimate game changer is the guy that can get to the line of scrimmage and say, hey, guess what, offensive coordinator? This isn't exactly the best play for this yeah. scenario. Let's flip it, yeah. right? And you just instantly change it. 
and then you go to work and that's Derek's, that's his greatest attribute. Yeah. And if that is not utilized, then, then Derek is not even needed in that scenario. Okay. So, uh, top 15 defense. Uh, I, I have higher hopes for him. I, I'm wishing for a top 10 defense. All right. For Derek, yeah. an O-line that is, I mean, again, a top 10 O-line in the yeah. league, whatever, whatever numbers help you get to that. Sure. And a coach who is flexible enough and willing to work with a veteran quarterback who has the ability and the desire yep. to change plays at the line of scrimmage if necessary. That's right. A guy that's comfortable enough to trust the quarterback is not going to get you fired, that he's going to put you in a position to succeed. Like just real quick. So Derek's best years, the, the most fun he had playing ball was, you know, get to the line of scrimmage, give me five or six formations in the game plan. Give me five or six plays out of those formations, and I will get you in the best play every time. When Derek tells me that there were times during the season where he was taking a snap knowing that the play was not going to succeed, I mean, that's difficult, you know, and that's hard for a veteran quarterback. I think that that is probably the hardest thing for a veteran quarterback is to feel like you don't have the ability to help your team from a preparation standpoint, from a, you know, pre-snap standpoint. He listened to Tom Brady all the time. He's made his decision where he's going to throw the football before he takes the snap. That's why the ball's out of his hand in the second and a half. That's what that's what Derek, that's the world Derek lives into. Derek is not Pat Mahomes moving around, Josh Allen, buying time, trying to make these heroic type plays. He's capable of doing that. That's not the world he wants to live in. He wants to diagnose what the defensive structure is, make sure we're in the appropriate play, get the ball out of his hand to his playmakers, and, and keep doing that until they stop it. So he needs a good offensive line. If he had a good defense that could get the ball back for him two or three extra times a game, it's going to make him a better player. They're going to win more games. So it's pretty easy. Okay, MJ, if I'm looking at our list based on what David has just told me, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. let's keep the 49ers out for a second, Jets, Texans, Commanders, Raiders. There's only one team that stands out to me that is even remotely ready to win right now. And it's, and it's arguable that they're ready to win right now, and that's the Jets. I don't see anyone else on this list. I don't see anyone else on this list. Maybe the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks. Right around when the you Jets. consider right. Now that we started talking about it, I was like, wait a, wait a minute. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, but I want to throw a wrinkle into this by going to our next segment, and we will then do a mashup okay. of these two songs. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. With me today, the host of NFL Total Access, the broadcast, MJ Acosta-Ruiz, and the Super Bowl champion, the former number one overall pick, David Carr. It is Valentine's Day. Gracie, I love you. I'm sorry that when I left this morning, I forgot to say that, <laughs> and I forgot to say Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, of course, I called her afterwards, but I felt like a bit of an ASS because I did actually forget when I said goodbye. Darling, I'm so sorry. Uh, Aaron Rodgers starts his darkness retreat on yeah. Thursday. Why do I say that? Hello, because before he... <laughs> we can't, we, we can't, we can't clear that song. Uh, but before he cloisters himself in a shroud of lightless self-reflection, because that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers needs, is more self-reflection. <laughs> what do the tarot cards read for his relationship with the Green Bay Packers? Make up or break up? This is going to become interesting with regards to Derek Carr, I think, in a moment. You're on the spot for this one. You're on color commentary. Here okay. we go. You All call right. the play. Is it make up or break up for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Break up. It's a breakup. Now, suddenly, MJ, we have an opening at the quarterback position in Green Bay. A Green Bay team that has a running game, that has an offensive line, that has a young, improving wide receiver room. And in Derek Carr, they would get a guy who would be willing to work with them in the offseason. They have a defense that before the season was rated one of the top five defenses in the league. Didn't play as such except in spots, but they have the players to be what we thought they could be. Do you like the thought of Derek Carr going to Green Bay in a post-Aaron Rodgers breakup scenario that old Auntie Cupid over here just offered up? <laughs> does, De- does Derek like uh, cheese curds? She's like They're cheese. delicious. He does like cheese. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> who doesn't like cheese? Who doesn't? Would he want 80,000 cheese heads 80, shouting his name? Even if Zach doesn't tell her, there's ways around that. Um, this this <laughs> turns right. the whole off-season courtship on its head. Very, very interesting. Um, we didn't talk about the Packers before. I think this this could work. This could work. <laughs> Not as far as going all the way to the East Coast if he's got to play for another team, right? That's like, true. if we're all things considered, I don't know if Heather likes uh, the cold. I th- she's, fine figured out. she's fine with it. She's fine with the cold. All right, look, so we're checking off. We're checking off the boxes. Plenty of room. For all the kids to play. Isn't it interesting, this uh, this tangled web we weave? Tangled web we weave. <laughs> look who's, going, look who's going back to Billy Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm trying to follow the punch list is all. No, he's, I mean, Drew's doing his job. It's, uh, it's, it is interesting. And like I said, we've only we've only had the freedom to do this for like 30 minutes. 30 I say seconds. we, but it's... Right. Uh, 
I, I think that Andre? just based on the initial conversations. Derek is playing, or Derek is playing this game right now. Yeah. No, he, he is actually. <laughs> For sure. He is because he's, he's trying to make sense of all of it. And he's yeah. making one of the biggest decisions of his life. It's a lot. And it's, he said there's a lot of information. Yeah. Before, with all the other team, and again, I'm going to give you a body language check-in, listener. For all of the other teams we mentioned, David had his elbows on the table. Relax. He was leaning forward. Yeah. With the Packers, he got a little, he recessed a little <laughs> bit. He pulled <laughs> back. His arms are down, almost like a, like a scolded schoolboy. <laughs> he's now kind of... Backed well, you've up given against me something the, that I haven't thought about. I am giving you something you have thought about. You lie like a rug. Okay, makeup or breakup? Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. Makeup oh. or breakup? Yeah, it's a bummer because I like Ryan. I think yeah. it's a breakup. Um, they got a young quarterback, and I think that teams eventually they realize that you've reached your ceiling at at a certain location, and they kind of just move on. It's not Ryan's. It's not a negative thing on Ryan. He still can probably play really good football somewhere, but it won't be in Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee defense is quite good. Defensive-minded head coach, one of the best defensive-minded head coaches in the NFL. Pretty decent O-line. Hard to tell how good they are when you have Derrick Henry back Correct. there. Correct. Right. Right? They had one of the best wide receivers in the league, and they let him go. Where did that kid end up? In the Super Bowl. Hello, A.J. Brown. But Derek Carr in a Titans uniform. My brother's a Titans season ticket holder. Can you give my brother some hope? John Fitzgerald yeah. Levy, I know you're listening. Not to mention their GM is, their new GM, Ryan Carthon, is out standing one of the most intelligent and complex scouting minds certainly in this league i think whoever is in that position there will have tremendous support in building this team look at all of the tremendous work he did in san francisco when he was with the 49ers i think if you're thinking top down yes. of an organization and what they bring to the table the titans if ryan moves on and they both what, what do we say um uh, parted ways. Yes. They, part oh, yeah. ways. they mutually agreed mutually to part agreed ways. To part ways. <laughs> to part ways. Then I think what what's there around him, Coach Tremendous, that could be that could be a good spot. And I got, you know, I feel like a car in in Nashville, like that's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. It's a good I think vibe. get a house in Brentwood, gonna, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Get a house in Bell Mead. I'm gonna do I something like that this. might get me fired from Derek Carr's uh, next team planning Meeting. committee. <laughs> I think. I think the big question in Tennessee is going to be, like we just mentioned, Todd Downing was with Derek and he went to the Jets. Yes. Who is now going to call the place in Tennessee? That would be, mm, that'd be the enough, key. Fair enough. With regards to the Jets. Look, Robert's Zach, team fits a lot of the criteria. Okay. So, so yeah, we yeah, know yeah. that the Jets yeah. fit a lot of the criteria. Yeah. Now let's talk specifically about one young Zach Wilson who wore number two. Mm -hmm. Two seems like a bad number. It's like yeah. a bad juju yeah. number for a quarterback. Still but anyway, Zach, you chose it. There you go. Zach Wilson, make up or break up with the Jets. That's complicated. Very. It's complicated because I don't necessarily think that they want to cut him. Yeah. I think that when you listen to Robert talk throughout the course of the season, they still had hope that he could eventually be the guy. So he's playing the long game with Zach. I think he's not necessarily playing the long game with anybody else that plays quarterback there, but with Zach, for some reason, he wants to try and make it work. But I don't need. I don't think that means that he's going to be the starting quarterback. Right. So, so a makeup with a caveat yeah. that he may not be the starter. Yeah. And probably won't yeah. be the starter. Yeah, because just based on conversations that, well, I mean, the full court press that is Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson at the Pro Bowl on my brother and probably every other yeah. quarterback that they can get in the building. Like, it's very public knowledge that they want someone else yeah. in the building. You know, for OTAs. Last name in this game, makeup or breakup, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, makeup or breakup? Breakup, which I think that it could have been handled so much better. And not even necessarily Lamar's fault or more the Ravens, in my personal opinion. They should have had this deal done a year ago. Hmm. Um, 
So the fact that they're at this point right now is concerning. So you look at Greg Roman on his way out. I think that based on what I've heard from Baltimore, they are ready to move on from Lamar, which is kind of crazy. A team defined by defense all these years with a rushing attack to be proud of and to rely on. Yeah. Heavy on the tight end play, emerging again, as always, it seems to be with this team <laughs> wide receiver room. Yeah. Do you like the look of Derek Carr in a Ravens uniform? How does he look in purple and black? Well, this is one of the main colors and he's already been wearing for almost this a decade. Important. So I think, this you know, if, if you're looking at the skin undertones, you want to make sure they bring out your eyes. <laughs> um, uh, for whatever reason, my gut check was, mm, I don't know. It, it didn't sit. didn't sit right in my Right, mind, because right? it should be Lamar Jackson playing quarterback right, for the right, Ravens, right, honestly. Right. But, but And I don't like how that, how that all, all of that played out. So I why agree. would we send? No, I, I'm with you. I, I'm here? with you. I think that we're so early on in the in the conversation. God, I, I, I do know that there is a real possibility that Lamar Jackson is not the quarterback for the Ravens, and they're going to have an opening, and they do fit all right. the criteria that yeah. you're talking about, yeah. Drew. Yeah. So that is an interesting You know scenario. what? We should do this for Lamar, because look at how many people Derek Carr has in his corner. Yes, yes. Lamar's representing himself. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yes, we got exactly. you to that's Lamar. Why, that's why I almost felt too. like even when we were on our show and we would do stuff about Lamar, I almost felt like I had to go to bat for him like as yeah. his agent, where I'm like, yeah. well, he shouldn't be doing this himself. This right. should and not and be a conversation he's having for himself. Is, when you hear rumors yeah. that they're $100 million apart <laughs> on contracts, you're like, that's Whoa. not going to get resolved. That's not going to get fixed. David, first of all, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and allowing us to peer into your soul. Uh, it's easy to look at you, so you make it easy. Thanks. But I like, you know, we were trying to figure out, yeah, no, do I you have aces in the hole? It was or difficult. Are you I thought that was like, almost like I was being interrogated, but by friends. Yeah. When the devil comes, he'll come dressed as a friend. That's right. We've heard That's this before. Right. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with MJ Costa Ruiz and David Carr. Brian Baldinger reminded us today something that he has said for years. It is harder to replace good coaches than it is to replace good players. I find that very interesting. Which suggests that the Philadelphia Eagles, the reigning NFC champion, the valiant yet not victorious Super Bowl 57 combatant Philadelphia Eagles are in for a world of hurt. Jonathan Gannon, gone. Shane Steichen, gone. The free agent list, 10 names, including Miles Sanders, Jason Kelsey, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, Bradbury, Boston Scott, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Gardner Johnson. These are not Mm -hmm. insignificant members of this team. How worried are you for the Philadelphia Eagles? And would you say it is overstating it that their window of opportunity, MJ, for a Super Bowl just closed shut? I don't, I, I think that's an overstatement for sure. I know that there's a lot of, now you've got to rearrange the cupboard. How do you feed all these mouths? Okay. How do you make sure everybody is happy? But if if you're sitting in the front office, which we know they are, especially after watching their team go all the way to the Super Bowl, come very close to having an undefeated season. Whew, did that one. Um, <laughs> Dolphins fan. Right. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the look of relief on her face. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, get you're over it. You're sitting and you're looking at this group. Yeah that you've compiled and built and put together and nourished and saying, we got to figure out a way to make sure at least as many of these pieces stay here. What's feasible? What do the numbers look like? And how can we make this work? Who do we talk to to maybe take a little bit less? But that group is special. Yeah, This team is special. And I'm watching them. I was on the sideline on Super Bowl Sunday. So I watched every single one of those guys and what their reaction was at the end of that game. I saw AJ Brown off to the side. I didn't talk to him because I was like, bro, I... 
Mm. You have your it's moment. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I kind of like gave him a little head nod. He's very nice. So yeah. he like waved back and I just said, it was an unspoken thing. Yeah, like I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if, if you're going up against that team or as many of the core members of that team next season, you should be concerned because they're going to put up a hell of a fight. But can they make that happen? And can they keep that intact? You're hopeful. Hopeful. Hertz is going to have to get paid. 100%. The question is how much? Is he going to be willing to take less? Is he going to look at that sort of Brady paradigm and say, listen, I'm willing to take less so that we can have better pieces around me? It's not an indictment on his character if he doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, right. this is the modern world. Get what you can get. Yeah. The Eagles do have two first round picks. They pick 10th and they pick 30th, but they only have six picks overall. David, in the meeting, you suggested you're not worried at all. Very quickly, why not? Well, Jalen, I think that he's uniquely qualified from the mental approach that I've seen from how he carries himself on the field, right. how he carries himself in you know, in front of the media, he's incredible. And I think that he's probably on the fast track to being where Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are, where you can put enough good players around him with a good offensive line, which they have one of the best offensive lines in football, with the run game that they have. A.J. Brown, That's a, it, the crucial components are there for me, for Philly to continue to do what they're doing. To, to your point about the free agents, that is a real thing, though. This is a business, and both coordinators just left. And MJ was exactly right when she said some of these players you can get at a discount for if they want to stay and want to try to win the Super Bowl here. The problem is those two coordinators that just bounced are going to grab two or three guys from the offensive side, two or three guys from the defensive side, and pay them more yes. than Philly will pay them. So losing just two to, coordinators is really losing the six, seven guys. Exactly. Yeah. Two not coordinators just two. and seven players, minimum. That's what usually happens. And some assistant coaches maybe to boot? Because you're going to need a coordinator in Arizona. Yes. He's coming oh. from Philly. Yes. Quarterback coach, wide receiver coach. Aye, 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 aye. So you start the to exodus. You start to pull guys. A little less hopeful now. <laughs> it, she's right. You can get it at a discount if those coordinators don't bounce and offer more money. What about the run it back scenario? The Chiefs' eight rookies played significant time in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they have nine draft picks. Hmm. They've got youth all over the shop. Patrick Mahomes, who had a gaudy contract on paper, it looked to us a couple years ago, mm -hmm. is now, after Jalen gets paid, uh, after Lamar gets paid, he may be ninth, 10th, 11th in terms of the highest paid quarterbacks yeah, in the NFL per year. So they are in a fantastic situation. <laughs> yeah. Baldy says he sees no holes on this team. One word answer, do the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl next year? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So Derek does not go to an AFC team. He just tipped his hands. <laughs> do the Chiefs make it back to the well Super Bowl played, next Drew. year? Well They're played. certainly poised to do so. And if we learned anything from our Super Bowl picks, it's to never, ever over the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely right. We'll never do it again, Travis Kelsey. Stop yelling at us. <laughs> I want to thank today's special guests, David Carr and MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Tomorrow on the podcast, join us because we will cover, as everybody else will be covering, the festivities in Kansas City. Everyone loves a parade. We'll prove it tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. 